Welcome to Living in Pass for another week. This week we are bending Wookiees. We are using our shinning and uh, we're going to a place where nothing, nothing can possibly go wrong. We're talking about The Simpsons of 1994. My co-host is Ben. Hello. That was that was well done. I, did you already have those ready to go? Did you just throw those out? I, look, you know, little column A, column B. <laughs> that, that was um, uh, and uh, so we've done, this is a part two. Our part one was uh, earlier this season and we went through the um, the last of season five and now we're at the start of season six. So it's the first 11 episodes of season six. Um, as we mentioned about then, this is golden age. Um, I found, we had a bit of a chat yesterday and I said like, I think these ones are better than the season five ones, which you uh, at the time hardly disagreed to. Yeah, um, I, I immediately shut that down because... Yeah, yeah. I'm not. They're not bad. Uh, I just feel I could quite easily rate five above six at the moment. I always thought the same thing, but I think six is my season. Six is like oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. Um. And I also like. I also know that there's some of my favorite episodes ever in season seven. So like, it's just we got Mr. we got Bush coming up, <laughs> which is just amazing. Um. But this one, um, probably a little. The one thing I did notice, um. A little less was the amount of uh, guest, um, special guest appearances. Um, and I don't know whether they had a different showrunner um, for season six. Because um, I mentioned that Dave Merkin was the showrunner for season five. And he was all about getting like a lot of uh, special guests on there. Um, there's still a few here and there. We got um, we and a writer in there and a, and a few others. Um, I think there's two main guests in these 11 that I was aware of. Yeah. It's Winona um, and Meryl Streep. Yeah, sure and there's one. Uh, there's also um, uh, Anne Bancroft's in um, Fear of Flying, um, and it was quite, I think it might have been one of the last things that she did. So, um, which oh, happens and, a lot. And the guy from NYPD Blue is in uh, Homer Bad Man, but <laughs> Dennis <laughs> Franz, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, not Dennis uh, Farina. Not Dennis Farina. No, not my, not Italian. My dad. Um, so. Look, we've got a lot to get through. Uh, like what we do here, if you've never listened to one of these Simpsons on before, we go through each episode, have a bit of a talk, talk about each one, and then at the end, we're going to do a top five. Um, but without further ado, let's go into the first episode, which is Bart of Darkness. Oh, well, I guess that explains everything. Not everything. There's still a little matter of the whereabouts of your wife. Um, I'm right here. Oh, I see. Then everything is wrapped up in a neat little package. Really, I mean that. Sorry if it sounded sarcastic. Now, this is a, a really solid start to the um, to the season. It was actually a holdover. It was supposed to be uh, the end episode of season five, but this is when I think I mentioned it a couple times on the podcast the earthquakes happened in LA, and I think uh-uh. it just it just uh, it messed up the seasons a bit, and um, that's why. The season five, I think, only had like twenty-two episodes. This one's got twenty-four, so I think there's like that's the reason that there's a couple of extra ones in this one. Uh, solid. Start. Would have made sense because the seasons end towards the summertime, and mm. this being a summertime episode would have been a perfect. Oh, yeah, finish. great, yeah. So this is like um, obviously um, in they, they start up again in September. So uh, look, this is uh, if you've never seen, I'm not gonna say if you've never seen because most you'd assume that you've seen like these at least once in your life. Uh, uh, it's the summertime in Springfield. Uh, Bart breaks his leg, and uh, they, the Simpsons also get a pool. 
uh, and Lisa becomes um, popular for once, and then Bart just descends into madness, and it turns into like a rear window uh, <laughs> at the um, in in the Act Three of this episode, which is obviously why it's a big favor of mine. Um, anything where they do Hitchcock um, or any classic movies, I'm, I'm always into that. Uh, this has also been one of my favorites. Um, just I think it's just a really well written episode, and I, I like the sort of as I said last time, I like anything with a crime involved. Like I like the one with uh, Mayor Quimby's nephew and mm. all of stuff. So um, Bart believes he witnesses a murder at the Flanders place, <laughs> that Flanders um, murders Maud. <laughs> um, and hilarity ensues. What do you think of this episode? Uh, that that storyline doesn't entirely do it for me. Like I know as a kid I loved it, and the old guy across the road is like, oh, well, young boy is coming to kill me. Yes, that actually... Like- Rear Wind- the guy from Rear Window, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Grish. Have you never seen, never seen Rear Window? No, of course not. One of my all-time favourite films of all time. It's on my letterbox, oh, yeah. uh, it's on my letterbox uh, front page. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, like there's a, there's a, there's a, a character um, that's supposed to be Jimmy Stewart. Um, I've got some birds trying to kill each other. Oh, no. <laughs> They're having sex. <laughs> I, I really like... So again, a common Simpsons thing, and probably usually my favorite bit in the episodes is the first one to five minutes where mm. it has nothing. Oh. Well, this one kind of has something to do with it because they're asking for a pool, but just the little moments at the start where like they go in the ask coma for a pool or whatever, and he like tries to look around them, oh, and, and he slides like, off yeah. the couch to look around. It's <laughs> um. those weird random little things that make you giggle and then someone rings the doorbell and i don't know what i don't know if it's intentional just the tone of his voice and the way they say it like yeah who could that be <laughs> I, um, I don't know some there's quite a few moments in these episodes where i don't know if the acting is bad if it's supposed to sound weird or if it's just not important it's just a line that they needed to segue like a throwaway yeah yeah um yeah, like when they, when they get the pool, like I mean, they they get the pool because um, Sprinkle has a has a um, has a pool mobile, has <laughs> a truck with the pool on the back of it, um, which is Makes just sense. insane. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, uh, I yeah, I love, I love like you, I like the the bit of the the montage of like summary things. Um, I love the guy punching the guy in the face because he's um, the buskers seeing um, sunshine on my soldiers. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> um, and this was relatable, like being. I kid in Australia in the 90s, like, you had heat waves. You had summers where it was just unbearable and you had no way of saving yourself. Yeah, yeah. So this probably was, more so, this really spoke to us. Probably more so than um, America at that point, too. Like, I think we were really, like... We, we probably had the temperatures back then that they're experiencing now and going, this is too hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but we... Um, I mean, they, they eventually get a pool... Um, the the great thing where they they, they do like a, a montage of them building something and it's a barn and the Amish plans is like it's a fine barn <laughs> but sure is no pool English is is amazing. There's there's a few little Amish jokes mm. here. I think there's one yeah, in Lisa's that, yeah. rival as well. Uh, there's one where they talk about no no it's in um Itchy and Scratchland because they um when she says Homer and Bart embarrass her and they go to Amish country and it's it's a it's actually from uh, yeah. the movie Witness. Have you ever seen that? Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, yeah. And there's a there's a bit where um the the, the Amish guys go to town and someone um puts an ice cream in their face. <laughs> but then um, Homer obviously takes it to the nth degree and just starts doing it. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that. I also don't like when he says Doeth. Uh, Doeth. <laughs> because there's um, an Amish man there and he has to mm-hmm. 
It's got one of my favorite itchy and scratches of all time where um, Scratchy gets encased in a wall and goes into the future and the, the um, itchies have got um, like mind control <laughs> and he goes into this oh, like yeah. Star Trek like arena and like these like spinning knives come out and it's just it's just amazing. Like um, the itchy and scratches in this season particularly are very, very well thought out. Um, Look, yeah, I I think this is 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 really really decent. Um, I it love is. the cl- I love the classic crusty too. Like, um, it reminds me nowadays of we have a show on in in Australia called Rage, um, where during the year like they have bands come on and and they um they put on their favorite film clips and and they do like a bit of a um, music videos. Um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I did that just for you. Um, but during the summer, for whatever reason, I suppose to have a break. They just put on like classic. They we actually used to have this show called Countdown, and they just put classic episodes of Countdown. So it's just like this like crappy music from the seventies and eighties that you no one wants to watch. And that reminds me of this classic Krusty. It's like just putting on like older versions of the show that no one wants to watch. Yeah, and if you're stuck home during the summer Ooh. and there's nothing going on, it's like ah, oh, this is all I've got. <sighs> so uh, moving on, but Millpool. Oh, Mill, 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 Millpool's one, one of my, yeah, I, I had that in my notes. Uh, Martin singing In the Summer Winds. <laughs> queen <Oops>. of Summer. <laughs> he can be um, the queen if he wants. That's fine, Martin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I also, I mean, but the whole the whole Flanders storyline is great too. I think it's just, um, you know, you've got, uh, we've, this is when we first find out that um, uh, Flanders has like a falsetto scream. <laughs> yes. Uh, and also I love... Uh, the little sort of at the end, Homer is just obnoxious, um, and saying that <laughs> everything's everything's tied up in a neat little package. And he's like, really, I mean that, <laughs> but he's just so mad at, at Flanders. <laughs> um, yeah, look, it's it's for me, it's 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 one of the best of, of this lot. Um, let's let's move Ooh. on to Lisa's arrival. Oh, sure, it's quiet in here today. Yes, a little too quiet, if you know what I mean. Hmm. I'm afraid I don't. You see, bees usually make a lot of noise. No noise! Suggests no bees. Oh, I understand now. Oh, look, there goes one. To the Beemobile! You mean you're shabby? Yes. Okay, so uh, Winona Ryder plays um, Allison, who is um, a new kid in school, and she's uh, in Lisa's class, and she's... Just as smart as Lisa and Lisa. I don't know if I ever knew that that was Winona Ryder, or I forgot because I didn't used to care about her. Apparently, yeah. no, she's um, yep. Yeah, I think um, well, I believe it is. <laughs> it is, yeah, it yes. Is. Um, yeah, and uh, so we've got a lot of stuff going on um in this one. This one's very uh, like I like the the A story. I think that the actual the A story, like Lisa having a rival, was actually an idea from Conan O'Brien. Just before he left the show, he said, "Like this, this is one of the episodes that he was going to work on." But then he got the the late night gig. Um, uh, we got a lot of good stuff in here. Um, we have some good Marge moments for a change. Oh man, I gave, I gave. She gives Homer a camera to fix, and he fixes it with a drill and a hammer, so she can basically fantasize about like an, a a, <laughs> a Fabio yeah, like man just like ravishing her. She's just sitting on the couch daydreaming. And yeah. Lisa wakes her up with her saxophone and she says, <laughs> I sa- stop blowing my sax for yeah, starts. Yeah. Classic line. But then she says, I sacrificed a very expensive camera for- to be alone. <laughs> it's like, Marge just wants to nut one out. That's all she wants yeah. to do. He's like, let her do it. Probably don't do it on the couch, though. In, in the front of the kids, room. yeah. No, you just, you know, you go to bed. Um, 
Well, you know, the garage or whatever you want to do. Uh, we've got the sugar B line, but B story, which is just um, insane, but also just just hilarious. So Homer I'd, and Bart. I'd never sh- appreciated the lead into this. Oh, Jesus sorry. Christ. When when Homer, Bart's driving, Bart's driving because Homer tries to eat um, while he's driving, and Cat, um, dear old man, <laughs> and then they um a jackknife sugar truck, and they get this this, this sugar, and then um I also love okay so like there's there's a lot of stuff going on with this sugar story. One being that um, Homer puts it, he makes dinner and puts it in the mashed potatoes or whatever. Um, I always love Lisa saying, yeah, it's my teeth. <laughs> um, uh, but then he goes to the, he's, he's selling the sugar door to door. And I never noticed that he's taking scoops of it out and just eating it. <laughs> it's just like insane. Um, and then we have a, the first, because I don't think we've really met Agnes yet, like um, Skinner's mum, I think. We only heard her in the background. We heard her with um, mm. Sweet Similar Skinner's Badass song. was like, Seymour, would you like to know when it's 7.30? Um, but this time you can't really hear her, but <laughs> Skinner's having an argument with her and now he's grounded thanks to Simpson. Um, and this, I, I love that sort of, they were building up to like when we finally meet her, his mum like would it meet our expectations and i think it did so i wonder if they had the psycho idea definitely yeah i think there's like, like you know like maybe it's not even him maybe he doesn't even have a mum. it's just him yeah that'd be amazing um i love i mean look a fugitive joke is always gonna <laughs> land well with me and god damn uh millhouse being on America's Miss Wanted and then being pursued by a, a Tommy Lee Jones figure. <laughs> it's just amazing. It would have been better if he jumps from that tunnel and he like his body flails around like the actual dummy does. <laughs> yeah. But no. Like, I, would, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would pay good money to watch just the entire Fugitive episode of The Simpsons with them chasing Millhouse. That'd be amazing. I imagine if that... You know how they've... Someone pieced together all the McBain clips into like a little film? Yeah. Imagine... That was somewhere in Simpson seasons. Like you could clip together all their cutaway scenes, and it's a whole <laughs> other storyline. Uh, we've got some really good uh, um, one-liners here too. Because uh, I was watching this with my wife, with my wife, my wife and um, the four-day weekend. Uh, I mean, I've I've used that for years since I watched lots of yeah. this. Like where the, the the plant says, "If you don't come to work today, don't probably come in Monday." Um, which, like, it's a great setup, but. If you're being, you know, pedantic like me, like they wouldn't say don't come on Monday, they'd say don't come back. But <laughs> it's such a natural flow, easy setup, and it, yeah, when you're a kid, that stuff's absolute gold. Um, we've got Allison's dad. Um, <laughs> they play this game where they where, where, where they're using anagrams, and Lisa doesn't do very well, so he says, "I've got a ball. <laughs> Perhaps you like to bounce it." <laughs> Did <And> then... you? <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, yeah, then it gets away from her. Then it gets away from her and he's just like it's just it's so it's so patronizing but so funny at the same time. Did you look up the anagram for Jeremy Irons? Well I said I saw in the IMDB trivia that Jeremy's iron um would be a p- completely valid answer to their game. Cause, um Yeah, because there's obviously there's a lot, but when they they said they rearranged the letters to describe the person. Yeah. The only one that's, you know, a reasonable two words put together is Jersey Minor. Jersey Minor, yeah. <laughs> Everything else is just nonsense, basically. So do you think he gave her a hard one on, on, on purpose? I reckon they did. Yeah. 
which is like, okay. I think the writers are smart enough where they're like, what's a name that she's going to fail at regardless? Yeah, which which might sort of um, give a bit of an insight to like the whole like you know child geniuses and stuff like. That. Are they really child geniuses, or are their parents just sort of allowed them to like appear to be geniuses, type sort of thing? Um, I uh, look. My absolute favorite. I, me, we have a past guest on the podcast, Matt. Um, we would quote the beekeepers oh, so yeah. much. Um, for some reason, they just for some reason just they decided to um, give the one of the beekeepers an Adam West uh, type of um, character, and it's just amazing. <laughs> when Since I used to do you diabolical uh, night filler, were worse. Uh, Quite often when we would finish work and leave, it was to the Beemobile. <laughs> you mean your Chevy? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, um, Homer does a Scarface um, line where he's like, in America. Let's <laughs> you take the <laughs> sugar. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's... his whole sugar thing, like you said at the start, like, it's such a good second storyline. And I think when you get minimal Homer... He's so much more impactful. He's so much funnier when you yeah. just get little snippets of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that man that's the the old English man that's just stealing his tea. <laughs> I nicked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's all these little quirky things. Um, and then, like towards the end, like there's a diorama competition which Mart, um, which sorry, not, Ralph wins because he has got unopened Star Wars packages, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was like one of the best lines is I I, I bet my Wookiee. Also, um, my cat's name's Mittens. My cat's breath smells like cat food. There's some primo Ralph in this episode. We start to get a lot more random quirky Ralph that every kid yeah. quoted because, you know, that's the only thing they heard. <laughs> but, you know, I, it's funny, I guess. But You don't, like, you don't uh, like Ralph. We know that. It's fine. I don't dislike him. I just think he's not the greatest character. I also don't like when Bart swapped out the dioramas. And him and Lisa do this really weird, like, thumbs up to each other in this little look. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I like, there's, a, there's a bit of Bart and Lisa working together in these episodes, though, because I kind of like that. Um, we move on to another Simpsons clip show. Look, <clears throat> we're, I'm not going to discount this one because, like, you know, a clip show is good. Like, I mean, as I said, like, um, in, in previous episodes, the reason they did this was because this is before they were, like, releasing um, DVDs or having it streaming or like, you know, even having like compilation videos, I think that they would have come a little bit later. So to in order to get people to sort of get into this, like, you know, have a have a bit of a sampler, um, this is what those clip shows were for. It's like, it, it also means that like, you know, you've got one episode that you don't have to do a lot of writing for. But they were, yeah, yeah they were kind of like a, um, a Whitman sampler of like, this is what The Simpsons is all about. Maybe you like to sort of keep watching it now. Um, this one's all also about... Laziness. Yeah, it's also lessons. Um, this is all about um, love stories. So um, this one, I don't know the, the, the wraparounds for these ones are pretty good. Um, I like, I like it. Um, you know, I, I think one of the better clip shows is the all singing, all dancing one. Mm. Um, like because you know, I think The Simpsons. Like at that point, I think that's season nine or eight. Like it's definitely like they're good at their songs. It's good to showcase that. Um, this one, yeah, I don't know. Look, you know, it's 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 all about their love stories and stuff. And um... I do really enjoy the line "hips yell proceed." <laughs> <laughs> I like how. And Bart's... then there's there's oh, a yeah. bit where Marge is stressing 
Um, and the saxophone music is kind of like Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Not enough, um, but you know. And we've got... Um, I love how Bart's memory was a... Um, is that when he, he remembers the Itchy Scratchy episodes? <laughs> is that that uh, one or is that a different one? I'm getting my clips phrase mixed up, maybe. I think he, he might be. Um, so, yeah. That's okay. Like, you know, it's, it's not in anyone's top five. Yeah. So, moving on to Itchy and Scratchy Land. Look at all this great stuff, Elise. Cool. Personalized plates. Barclay, Barry, Bert, Bort. Oh, come on. Bort? Mommy, Bobby, buy me a license plate. No. Come along, Bort. Are you talking to me? No. My son is also named Bort. Now, this is... Oh. Amazing. Um, again, dipping into their Westworld fascination, like they've already shown us that in um, uh, in the the Quimby one from the oh, like the the Chowder one, where home, uh, when um, Skinner is following Bart and he's got that sort of unstoppable, <laughs> he's going yeah. into the water. Um, so this is like all this is all based on Westworld and obviously Disney and, and stuff like that. So the Simpsons go to Itchy and Scratchy Land. Um, Have and, you watched Westworld, the TV show? Yes. Do they make any Simpsons references? No. Huh. They should because they should. Um, then obviously not. You know, concentrating on a story that makes any sense whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> like that show gives me yeah. a headache. <laughs> like I'm watching, I'm just like, uh, and then like, um, I think Matt told me he's like, oh, have you looked at look, look at the you gotta look at the background and like you know they're they're, they're going from three different time periods. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm out. I just ah. Uh, yeah. Murder She Wrote doesn't do that. <laughs> Family when ties we watched don't do the, that. Uh, the last season of Twin Peaks, after watching the episode, we go onto YouTube and watch these two dweebs like dissect the episode <laughs> and explain to us what we just watched. Yeah. Um, when I watched That's the not new, a good sign. When I watched the new Halloween Ends trailer, um, I then went on to watch a 20-minute uh, video of like someone who picked out all the Easter eggs and I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, and I told her and she's she looked at me like, you know, like, like it just chipped away another bit of um respect she might have. <laughs> nah, she's fine. It's um, just showing you want to learn. Yeah, I was like, I'm too tired and dumb to work out this shit for myself. I like, I need it pointed <laughs> out for me. Um, I, I couldn't love... help but notice the the flickies thing. As much as I love that, and every <laughs> road trip we're on, it's like someone would say, "Can we stop at flickies?" But as an adult now, I'm like, why didn't you mention it earlier? Why do you wait till you're almost there before you yeah. stop? I mean, ah. yeah, we were the same. Like, you know, dad didn't stop for nothing. Like, it's just, you know, you just pass around um, flat lemonade in the back of the car. It's like, that's your drink. Mm. Um, actually, you know what? Not that bad. Flat, flat lemonade's pretty good. Mm. Uh, this episode in particular in Australia, and there's a, bit of a, there's a note here for the um, on IMDb, we had this very, very heavily censored. Like, the amount of blood and stuff that was, like, uh, to cut out of this episode uh, was just um, yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, even the one where um, Bart near the, win- near the end of the, movie, um, the episode, he smashes a window and he says "smashy smashy." That wasn't in our in Australia when it was on. And then I played ah. a game where that was his little thing. Like every time he broke something, he said "smashy smashy." I'm like, what's that from? And this is like you know early two thousands. I think it might have been Mean Simpson hit and run or something. And it's like oh, like weird. Even to that point, and then it's only when they started um, showing them on Foxtel, and I started watching them that they were like the original run. They weren't the um, the censored ones. That I was like, oh, there's like a whole bunch of extra stuff that happened in this episode. So all the stuff where they get blood flicked on them, um, yeah. all those scenes were cut out in Australia. 
Well, half this episode should have been cut out then. Yeah, like we like I, I actually, I, I, it'd be impossible. But they might be on YouTube or something, but I, like I would love to see a side by side because like this episode in particular, I think there was a lot of stuff that was cut. Um, and this one I used to watch quite a lot. Like I think I think this must have been the video. Like these episodes must be in the video that I like used to do my rewatches of like quite a lot. I must have like heavily taped these ones because mm. I remember every little single bit of this episode. Um, I love bought. Um, there's yeah. a there's the license plates the all the, the stickers whatever that um have um bought but not bought. Um, I love uh, Martin's and your sons in jail. Your older, bolder, fatter sons in jail. <laughs> <laughs> One of the greatest lines, easily. Yeah. Also, there's something uh, very uh, relevant to our lives recently in this episode. Yeah. Which I know is going to pain you when I bring it up uh, every day of our lives together from now on. Yes. So, I, I will tell this again monthly, but Paul and I recently at a quiz night, <laughs> and there was a question about John Travolta's top grossing films... <laughs> And he was adamant that Pulp Fiction was one. Yes. I made a joke about Look Who's Talking being one of them. Just a joke. Like, I didn't really believe it. But I have said that I feel that that was his resurgence into film and not yep. Pulp Fiction, like it's generally stated. Um. Anyway, the end of that story doesn't matter. <laughs> but <laughs> We'll get to that one later. <laughs> the fact that this would be... The same year Pulp Fiction's come out. Two and his weeks. Career, two weeks before it came out. And his... <laughs> people are viewing his career as just, you know, completely down the drain. Yeah. I'm like, well, no, he was he was riding high. He was on... <laughs> he's just done his third Look Who's Talking film. Yeah. And he's like, but then, like, you know, imagine that. It's like, it's like oh, he's reduced being a bartender and he's just it's like, nah, he's like, actually in the biggest movie of the year. Um, well, no, it was 89 when Look Who's Talking came out. Oh, well, like, you know, the... <laughs> oh, okay. Um, also, yeah. uh, Homer's other... Moving back to the actual episode. When they find out how to kill them, and Lisa explains it, I fucking love when Homer goes, Who are you, the narrator? <laughs> <laughs> I also like um, Bart cutting off Homer when he's repeating Bart's line of it with a dry cool wit like that. I could be an action star. And then he he cuts him off, and Homer just immediately, like, goes... Sort of like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's that just, was... I wasn't a fan weird. of that line. It's just weird. Though. Like, there's like little moments where it's like... It's like one of those ones like, I can't believe someone pitching. It's like, nah. Homer then repeats the line, but then Bart cuts him off and Homer looks up upset. And it's like, yeah, okay, put that in the episode. Because there's those little moments where you're reminded that Homer is an adult and he's got kids and they can be dumb and annoying and they can yeah. act like kids and do kid things. And he's like, you're not funny. Shut up. Because <laughs> that's that's I imagine what it's like being a dad. You're well, witty. Um, you're learned. Your yeah. kids aren't funny, right? Yeah, uh, no, my kids are pretty funny. My kids are starting I mean, to just just are starting to um get their own sense of humour, and it's um one of the funniest things I can ever see is as I'm proud of is like when <laughs> you know when you're a kid and you make a joke and you think it's absolutely hilarious, so you like you laugh oh, yeah. so much. They're at that point now, and it's like I don't, and I, I try to sort of like keep the laugh going. Cause like the worst thing that like I can think of is like when you're a kid and you think someone's saying, and your adults around you like are just giving you nothing. It makes yeah. you feel like complete crap. <laughs> but there, there's a fine line there because I got that as a kid, 
where people would let me know something was funny and I would just ram it into the ground. <laughs> that doesn't sound like you at until all. Until everyone hated it and said, you're the least funny person in the world. You've ruined it. <laughs> how's, your, how's your childhood going? <laughs> yeah. Good. feel good. Um, feel light love Scratch Tasia. Um, they do like a bit of a, a thing. on. I, I love even more when they did Pinocchio. He's like, now don't you lie. Ouch! <laughs> oh my god (laughs) and surely the greatest moment of the episode is Euro it's in Scratchy Land the what? my children need wine my children need wine yeah oh man it's just it's it's a it's a classic episode Um, there's all all the good all the good bits in it Um, although um, one little thing is it is it just me or is it kind of dumb and annoying? I don't know if they're trying to make a point here. You never know with Simpsons if they're being sarcastic, ironic. Everyone's disgusted when Marge accidentally orders the veal. <laughs> Marge, that's, Mom, that's veal. I don't know. Like uh, it, it, it's, but it's, the, it's... the veal is on the menu and I they've don't... all ordered animals. I don't know what... Maybe like it was like a... It was a faux pas in the nineties. I don't know. Like maybe like everyone was getting a bit sort of animal animal conscious. So I mean, like it is baby cow. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's just something that people just didn't like. I don't know. Like I remember, like my mum used to get that veal schnitzel, and I hated it. Um, let's move on to sideshow Bod Roberts. I want the truth. You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. No truth handler, you. Bah, I deride your truth handling abilities. Uh, look, is uh, is there no intro for this one? Was that me? Uh, what do you mean intro? I, like, I went back to the start and there was like no opening credits, like Bart skating through the town. Oh thing. no, it, it actually yeah, because there's one ran long. It's basically it it it, it um it, the Simpsons thing comes up in the clouds and they go straight to like the um yeah yeah um. This is one of the few episodes that that does that for. Actually, I have noticed that um, uh, there's a lot of shortened uh, themes in this season because I think they just had so much they wanted to get on the screen, which I'm all for. Like that's that's amazing. Mm. Um, none of that, you know, had that that long intro that they used to do where they had like the whole the marching band and like the you know the the lounge room opens up and it's like this big sort of um, the circus. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah, that they, one, those that ones were, coming up. Those ones are for when they didn't have enough to put up there. Yeah. So yeah, um, this one's about uh, so like any any sideshow episodes are a home run for me. I fucking love it. Um, it's not just because of the Frasier thing. I just think that the sideshow Bob <laughs> ones are like insanely well written. Um, this one is just amazing. Uh, Bob basically, um, along with like this right wing radio host that's based on um, not Nick Gingrich. Um, Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Uh, Slash Joe Rogan. Slash Joe Rogan. <laughs> Slash Jordan Peterson. Um, uh, basically, uh, get uh, Bob elected as mayor of the city, and um, it, lots of like uh, jabs at the Re- Republican Party. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Like they're basically the Republican headquarters of Springfield is in like it looks like the same castle that we saw in um, the uh, Dracula Simpsons. Yeah. Um, we've even even there isn't even a vampire there. Um, who else is there? There's like a. Um, Dr. Hibbert there? 
one of, there's a, there's a, there's one there that there's a there's a person there that I can't remember. That, and it was like it was it was one of the townspeople, and it was just like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I think it might have been. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, so Bob becomes, and then obviously, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of really good moments. There's a bit of a, there's a Watergate moment. Um. Or all the president's men, um, rip off. Uh. The the by far the most insanely weird thing um is Homer being um chucked out of the Archie's friend's car. <laughs> Stay on Riverdale. <laughs> and then in the car later, he's like reading Archie comics and seeing stuck up Riverdale punks. To, to them. <laughs> it's just like, it's, that is that is another thing I'm like, who pitches that? And it just goes, yeah, let's do that. That sounds amazing. Um, I do have the Republican Party people. Well, they're not the yeah. party. They're, I guess, the influencers. Yeah. There's your Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Uh, Rainier Wolfcastle. Yes. Dr. Hibbert. Yes. Mrs. Lovejoy. <laughs> Fat Tony. Um, someone that kind of looks like Gorbachev, but it's not. Uh, yeah, it's a vampire. Like this... And then there's the Texican. Texan oh, that's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's, it's just like, I just like how there's, like, these... Along with Mr. Burns, obviously. I would love to see, like, you know, who, who should we put on that committee. Um, there is a... Uh... <laughs> Um, we, I always love how Homer says um, Bob's last name, like to, Mayor to Wickedger. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, there's like a really, there's like a, I, I always um, Les Winan. Yeah, <laughs> do what Les Winan. Um, I don't know. It's like I don't know. This one's really like I, um, Quimby, and this one's really good too. I just, um, I kind of love how they're sort of socking it to the Republican Party. Uh, but just in a very sort of smart way and at a time where, like, you know, um, a show like this probably wouldn't be taking shots. Like, any TV show wouldn't be taking shots to the Republican Party, but, like, um, yeah. But they're not looking particularly favourable at the Democrats either. Oh, no, no. Like, they, they, they give, they, they're actually pretty um, bipartisan with their with their mocking of, of either of them. It's also very weird that Kelsey Grammer was okay with this because he is, like, um, from what I've read, a hardcore Republican. Um oh. But, uh, well, I guess he's on that side, so you know. <laughs> yeah, he's like, um, I love his little breakdown at the end. He's like, lies, lies, lies. Is that? Oh, and also, is that what you want? You smarmy little bastards. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just like, yeah, this, this. I I love it when he gets all up and up in himself, and um, and any 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 adult calling a child a bastard <laughs> is great in my book. And uh, I enjoy the nice uh, little jab from Smithers that they uh, don't agree with his... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with my alternative lifestyle. <laughs> also, his voice when they um, meet him in the car park and he's in the dark and he's smoking. Yes. That weird little you're, whisper. You're, you're close. He's got little, little shades of... Um, the clues. Little shades of uh, Donald Sutherland and JFK in that bit too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, bit of look, deep yeah. throat. Yeah, a little deep throat. Um, my favourite line uh, in this entire episode, and it's it's up there with one of my favourites, possibly because of my hatred, to, dislike towards the man. Um, Ringo to his rest of the Beatles. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Do you know, um, so last, last week in November, we had a little back and forth about um, Ringo and um, 
when he was we met, basically made a joke that Ringo might have been at the at the scene of the um stabbing of George <laughs> Harrison and that the person didn't want to stab him because he was like you know not as talented as George. Um, this this week on one of my like I follow a bunch of Instagrams that like just basically like show you pop culture and history. <laughs> There's a picture of an interview with um. Ringo Starr and it was just like the subtitles couldn't hear it but it's like him saying his last words to George Harrison like oh, oh no <laughs> were his last words sorry about that uh, that night <laughs> I tried to jump in front of him <laughs> um, so let's move on to Treehouse of Horror 5 hey I found a shortcut through a hedge maze get away you little no, no, go easy on the wee one. His father's gonna go crazy and chop them all into haggis. What's haggis? <gasps> Boy, you read my thoughts. You've got the shining. You mean shining. Shh, you wanna get sued? Now look, boy, if your dad goes gaga, you just use that shin of yours to call me and I'll come a-running. But don't be reading my mind between four and five. That's Willie's time. Now I'm gonna say it. I'm just going to say it. Best Treehouse mm-hmm. tree of Horror ever. Nope. Disgrace straight away. Uh, you're wrong. But carry on. I'm glad you uh, enjoyed it. I'm happy for you. But there's uh, no Evil Krusty, so... Shinning. We've got, uh, yeah, we've got the, the Shining parody. We've got uh, the toaster that's going taking people back in uh, in time. Uh, we've got And also got the school staff um, eating the kids and then the Inside Out dance at the end. <laughs> That, that's a good one. Willie's uh, addition to that is pretty oh, great. Oh, yeah. Do. Do. <laughs> uh, look, I, I love... also enjoy that Marge and Lisa's hair goes inside out, but no one else's does. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, let's say, okay, I'm a big shine. Have you, have, you, have you ever seen The Shining? I actually have, yes. Okay, cool. So, um, look, look at you. You've actually watched something. Um, yeah. I love there's, there's the bit at the start like the 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 some of the um the sound effects and the music that they use in this shining one are like pretty much word like shot for shot word for word like it's really good. I love the little bits at the start where they're driving because <laughs> it looks he's like Jack Nicholson when he's driving he's like really angry and um, Homer forgets to lock the door and then it just then it cuts back and then like they said oh if you got grandpa back at the gas station <laughs> yeah. and then just no one says anything it just keeps crying and then what you, about you just goes, what about grandpa <laughs> um also yeah. the actual intro to this episode i don't remember this cuz there's a bit where mo is hanging yeah and patty and selma are being set on fire i don't remember that at the start yeah i remember going right. through the cemetery with with tombstones and that was it no, I remember that. This was when they were starting to sort of like... Because I remember... Um, yeah, this one in particular was just... I think being such a big... Like, cause I watched The Shining at a really, really inappropriate age. Like, I watched it, like, when I was really, really young. So, like, I sort of got a lot of the jokes in this. Um, I think it was just one of these things where, like... I think my parents had taped something and it, it got the end of it. Uh, well, and, 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 and at the end of the tape, it basically just started, um, like, it got The Shining as well. So I just watched that. <laughs> I shouldn't have. Because <laughs> um, it yeah. freaked me out. Uh, but yeah, like, having watched that at the time, I was just like, oh, this is amazing. Like, I just love the parody of it. Um, I'm surprised they didn't do, they didn't do The Two Little Girls. I was like, mm. like, I was like, it's a pretty major part of the of the story. Um, or the, Especially of the when there's twins 
in The Simpsons already. Yeah, I mean, maybe they just didn't want to see Sherry Terry like splattered all over the floor. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. I, look, this is, this is just um, grade A uh, parody stuff. I love the smashing like here's Johnny David Letterman. I don't like the sixty minutes bit though. <sighs> yeah, insane. Um, next one is uh, the, the the toaster, the time traveling toast toaster, and. Um, uh, yeah, one of the best bits is when he sneezes on the dinosaur and he's and they, they basically just kills all the dinosaurs. He's like, oh, this is going to cast me. Um, this is another one with one of those weird acting moments where he comes back into his time and he goes, whew, I'm back. And then walks upstairs. <laughs> yeah, I like the re-education centre. Like they, they do have one where Flanders is the lord and like the master of the world and everyone has to smile and they give him a lobotomies. And I I'd like, always love... Um, Mo has a bit of his brain. He's yeah. like, it's not so bad, Homer. <laughs> He's talking Who's to that? it. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that big man there? <laughs> Who's that big man? Uh, and then um, lastly, yeah, the um, and I will, I will say the last one's probably like the uh, the weaker of the three, but like, yeah, um, it has I its do, moments. I do love um, Skinner. Like Skinner, one of Skinner's best thing is when he like just says too much, and that bit where he's like. Um, they've they've obviously killed the child Uda, like the um, German exchange student, and made him into sausages. And then, <laughs> and like Skinner's like, you could just say that we've eaten Uda, and he's in our stomachs. Oh wait, no, scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> it is that a couple of times um, throughout yeah. the series, and it's it's just amazing. Um, the, and that and one, there's, I, good, there's good Willy work throughout this. Uh, oh, the Willy work is amazing. Uh, yeah. So. My son, actually, my younger son, watched that one and was very freaked out by, firstly, Lunch Lady Doris covered in blood. Did not like that at all. And also really didn't okay. like the um, inside-out dance at the end. <laughs> oh. Really freaked out by it. Um, I didn't like that Lunch Lady Doris was coming at them with a whisk at the end. That was kind of weird, yeah. <laughs> what are you, you going to do with a whisk? Maybe that's, like, maybe that's like sort of mitigated the fact that she was covered in blood. It's like, well, if she doesn't have a knife, it's not like a big deal. Mm. Um so yeah, def- definitely one of my favorites. Uh, let's go on to Bart's girlfriend. Actually, numbers don't have much use in my future career. Olympic gold medal rocket sled champ. Hmm, I didn't know the rocket sled was an Olympic event. Well, no offense, lady, but what you don't know could fill a warehouse. <gasps> Young man, explain yourself. Sorry, I have kind of a short fuse, which some find charming. But speaking of charming, watching Fox last night, I heard a rather amusing story. This character named Martin was feeling rather randy, and he was heard to remark, Don't you ever come near my daughter again. Never have I heard such gratuitous use of the word but. But, but, but. Make him stop. Make him stop. What do you think of this episode? Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, This one, uh, on on a second watch, I, I didn't rate it as much. What do you reckon? It's not great. I, I like that they at least say Native Americans. Yeah. But I don't know if that's, you know, them making a mockery of the fact that you can't say engines anymore. Yeah, like he, like Milhouse does it sort of thing. It was like, he's like, uh, he's like, oh, uh, Native Americans. Um, I mean, like, yeah, like, I mean, at the time I remember um, people were, I mean, it's like, it's like people with um, non-binary and, and, um, gender neutral and stuff now it's like when they go like they, they they make a point of going like oh i mean like you know 
like the proper way to say it and like they, they sort of make a thing of like they're trying to do their best but they're kind of mocking at the same time i remember this yeah at this stage in the 90s it was to do with like race so like you know when calling people by their, their proper race and like um talking about people in the past by their proper race and people would like go you know say the derogative term but then go oh sorry i comment this and it's like just and it's always you're not supposed to say that anymore yeah, and it's just like, yeah, we weren't like supposed to say well, that. you never, you never were supposed to say it. You just <laughs> you did it. it in the first place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this episode has a lot of good moments in it, but as a whole, I don't know. I love the fact that the kids obviously hate church, and they finally acknowledge that the kids don't want to go to the church because it's boring. <laughs> I love when Marge says "commode mouth." Commode That's a line mouth, that I've yeah. carried with me for a long time. Um, I also like I don't know I don't know what's not in this one but it's, it reminds me of another um, Marge one. Oh, I think it's um, when they go to the beach with Millhouse and Lisa like um, she says park your keys to meester. Yeah. I, I use that a lot with my kids. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Meryl Streep was does in this just, episode. Um, yes. Does the, uh, does the voice of um, With a weird accent? Yeah. I, yeah. Like it's kind of Canadian kind of Californian yeah, I like how she's, I mean, you would think that this is like a, you know, a teenage or, you know, at least maybe 20-year-old actress, but like she has a really good voice for this, for this girl. Yeah, Laura did not believe it was her when I told her. Um, um, we also have Sarah Plain and Tall, the girl from The the War. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's a nice little crossover. Uh, we have, um, yeah, like... Uh, More I good Willie remember, moments. I don't remember seeing um, Jessica for the rest of the run, though. Like, I mean... Because there's that episode where they really sort of look into Lovejoy's past when, like, you know, when he's when um, he gives up being a priest and they go sort of back when he's in the 80s and 90s. Um, but they, they never really show Jessica being there. You could say that there's a real uh, flaw or a hole in the whole Simpsons universe here and that someone could pick on that if they wanted to. <laughs> or they this... could accept that it's a cartoon and no, it's not. This is the sort of accurate. stuff that does... Okay. And I'm not saying that any other TV shows... Like, oh, no, actually, no. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say this. Futurama, uh, they made sure there was, like, very little that you could poke holes in. Like, you have to admit that. So, like, they put so much work into building this entire universe where, like, there was reasons for things that you might not find out for, like, a couple of seasons. But, like, with The Simpsons, I think sometimes they thought... They had that sort of, like... Not laziness, but they have that knowledge of like, we can just put out an episode every week. We we can introduce these new characters and then take them away, and no one's going to really care because like we're just a juggernaut that people are going to watch. And like that's the sort of thing that I sometimes um, take issue with with them and also other shows of their kind of like you should have more respect for your viewers. Hmm. But they're also probably weren't thinking about it at the time. No one would have brought it up at the time. It's not like they had computers. And Excel and assistants who would keep constant track of like, all right, this person came into this episode and said this no, thing. No, they wouldn't have had every show that goes up. I mean, I mean that I know of. They have this thing called the Bible. So it's the the show. Like basically, stuff gets added to it. And like you, ref, you ref, if you ever like um, introduce a new character that's attached to like some other character, you have to consult that Bible to make sure that you know there's no plot holes. That's why they use it. I'm just saying that like the Simpsons just didn't care. Hmm. Which, or that yeah. you know they had such a big Bible that who can be who wants to read? I'm not going to read a Bible. Yeah, yeah. No. It, it anyway, annoys, um, it annoyed me. One of the one of the greatest lines of all Simpsons time 
is glasses and smothering. Oh, okay, yeah. When so my, there's, like, there's a back and forth. Something wrong with like, yeah, something wrong with Bart. Homer's like, um, new glasses. <laughs> He's like, probably, probably misses his old glasses. And then Marge says something like, oh, I want to sort of help him out, but I might feel like I'm smothering him. He's like, <laughs> you knew you would get the chair. Admit it, Marge. I'll put I'll put the quote up before we talk about this episode. On the, on it, but like, yeah, it's 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 the such way a that weird... he the way that he like delivers it all though. Like he's so dry. Yeah, it was Marge. Admit it. <laughs> and it's that little insight into this is real life. I mean, I don't have kids, and I'm not going to make this assumption for everyone that does. I know you love your children very much. Yeah, but I'm sure many parents have that moment, like we do with our cats, of like. Uh, sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> not that you want to smother them, but sometimes that you you would yeah, go yeah. like, uh, I don't want to have you right now. You're too much work. Yeah, like, I, I get that. It's just like it's just it's a very odd sort of little um, segue, and it's like just get back to normal. Um, I love the uh, the the hill, the skateboarding down a hill, and like you know, it's too steep, but he and he goes through oil, he goes through ball bearings, then he comes upon a glue truck. <laughs> There's two guys standing there, and he's like, he's like, oh, finally, like something will help me stop. And they're like, is the glue coming out? No, that glue's not going anywhere. <laughs> and then when he when he crashes at the end, he gets he's like, oh, there goes the glue after all. <laughs> Did they also sound like Tommy Lee Jones to you? Yeah, yeah. Although a lot of people do, because yeah. you know, King. Um, um, do you find it offensive when he says to Miss Lovejoy, "What you don't know could fill a warehouse"? Um, yeah, like, I mean, I don't find offense, like, I, if my kid says to me, I'll be like, oh, like, I mean, the kid's taught that way, like, it's, and it's that whole thing of, um, you gotta find out your, your limits, and so we're, we're writing that right now with my eldest boy, because he's, like, really pushing, like, what he can say and what's acceptable sort of thing, and there's times where he says stuff, and I'm trying not to laugh, because I'm like, it is, it, you know, it's funny, and to if if he had like a, someone else there next to him that was was his age, they'd be laughing, and and so they should because yeah. he just he just sassed an adult really really well and really really bad, but it's still that disrespectful thing. So it's like, yeah, yes, <laughs> like I don't know, like I I know with my kids at least, um, that's usually coming out of like a frustration sort of thing, but there's times where I'm just like, oh man, I can't laugh because. If I do that, I'm going to lose all power on this thing. So it's like, <laughs> you got to take note of it and say it on a podcast later or talk, 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 talk to Mal about it. And, yeah. um, let's go on to Lisa on Ice. I have to join the team or I'll get an F that will haunt me for the rest of my life. I now pronounce you president of these United... Stop the inauguration. I just discovered a president-elect got it up in second grade gym class. <laughs> In that case, I sentence you to a lifetime of horror on Monster Island. Don't worry, it's just a name. He said it was just a name. What he meant is that Monster Island is actually a peninsula. Um, look, Amazing. I've, said, I've, I've said I'm an easy sell on a bunch of different topics today, so I'm just an easy sell. But ice hockey and Simpsons put some chocolate in that peanut butter. Come on. Mm-hmm. And um, then you take the peanut butter out and just have chocolate, and it's great. <laughs> I also, um, so it's a really clever start to this when uh, Lisa snowballs, oh my god, throws a snowball at Bart. She doesn't snowball her brother. Yeah, um, <laughs> she throws a snowball at him that she kept in the freezer. 
I tried this once as a child. You could not put a snowball in your freezer <laughs> and then throw it at someone because you just have a big round ice cube that does oh, yeah, not yeah. shatter when it hits someone. It was just, it was just, dude, oh, who'd you throw it at? Did it make him bleed? No, I think I like hit him in the arm or the back, and it was just it just fell to the ground. I was a child; I couldn't throw very hard. Yeah, but uh, it was not a good idea. <laughs> so, comes with a warning: don't don't throw ice from your freezer at your sibling. Yeah. Um, there's a bit of a dig at Roseanne with Krusty, um, singing the national anthem. <laughs> oh, that's what that's about. <laughs> um. I think about that. And me as like, I'm a huge, I'm wearing a Godzilla t-shirt at the moment. When she, when Lisa thinks that she's going to be um, exiled to Monster Island. Oh, yeah. And there's like, there's like Rodan and Mothra there. And it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> even, there's even Gamera, which is like a really, really lesser known one. I'm like, whoever um, animated that must have like known their, uh, their Japanese uh, monster movies. There's I can't believe you even noticed three of them. I just remember the big moth thing and that was it. No, nah, I saw Gamera in the background because Gamera is like one of my favorite ones. And it's like really hard to find video- movies of him. But yeah, it's like he's, he's the turtle, not the, he's the, the huge right. turtle. I think I remember that one from Power Rangers. <laughs> Don't. Um, <laughs> Eat up Martha. Yeah, <laughs> I remember those. There's a star that stylus, the, the the pencil, like the like when they first came out. Um, and here's know. another horrible uh, Ralph quotable moment. When everyone thought saying "unpossible" was hilarious, that's impossible. And look, um, it was funny, but when you've heard everyone say it, it's it's like that forty year old man seeing a girl in a band t shirt. <laughs> Name three songs like that's what Ralph is to me. When people quote Ralph, I'm like, you don't like The Simpsons. You've just seen Ralph Lines. I've um I, actually I saw oh, um when we were talking about Lisa's rival um you know when she's talking about the she's she's in that band of all second tier musicians yeah yeah um in the crowd there's a guy wearing he's got green hair and he's wearing a um old school no doubt t-shirt like their their original band huh. because the guitarist of them well not the the brother of the guitarist of them used to play in that band but then he quit and became an animator on the simpsons no way <laughs> and he put his own pants to like the old band season there yeah good one <laughs> why did they come just to boo us <laughs> <laughs> um i like um look this this is a really cool like i i like the the, the mighty ducks and of, of it all um i love how apu and um wiggum are coaches uh, we haven't seen a poo for a while. No, no, and we can, well. on, we can bet on the other team, so there's no ice cream. Um, <laughs> uh, we've got, um, yeah, like this I, is I love another the... moment of is it sarcastic or ironic? The whole gender role, girls in sports, are they poking fun at it? Are they, you know, well, going along with it? This kind of like marked the start of like, because Lisa then like, I think there's a few things where she was like, you know, I'm going to be the girl that does that. And um, there was not a lot of like, I mean, apart from when Bart does ballet, there's mm. not like too much the other way sort of thing. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I think is at the time it would have been good because I can think, you know, any eight or nine year old girls watching this and like, you know, seeing that they're like, you know, someone of their age was doing Ice hockey, maybe they, it would have bumped up the numbers. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, um, but this does come back to also Homer being garbage, which 
I don't think we've seen as much. This is probably at his um, most obnoxious to his kids. Like this, he does some stuff in this episode that is just horrible. But that's Although, when he's at his funnest as well. I do love when he goes, "Hada!" <laughs> <laughs> when Bart tries to get into the get into the car, <laughs> <laughs> or um, when Marge asks if Lisa can ride up front. I'm Bart and just like down at Bart, shakes his head. <laughs> the, the, way, the way he shakes his head is just like no. <laughs> yeah. And then it flips when he lets Lisa ride up front. He's like, or that him and Lisa are going out for gelato. He's like, we'd invite you, but you, you know. know. <laughs> so like, it is good. Like he does flip it, but he's also still being a terrible parent. Yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah. It's 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 um. And Marge's absolute uh, gold line with uh, Mo when he oh, comes in. And he also, call, he also calls her um, Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too tense to pretend I like you. Ah, <laughs> oh, Blanche. The <laughs> they got to take my thumbs. Um, and, and a shack attack moment with Bart. Oh, my God. I yeah. said, watch out. I said, watch out. Yeah. Um, Marge in this season is so cl- closely mirrored my mum. Like, uh, just some of the lines she came out with, just like, you know, that old one is like, you know, well, if they're being mean to you, they're obviously not your friends. It's like, yeah, I know that. <laughs> it's just the point. This, yeah, it's, I just, I love how, um, no, I'm not going to say innocent or old-fashioned. I'm just saying how, like, sincere. She's just yeah. sincere, and I, I love that in The Simpsons. Like, with, like, you don't get that in a lot of other... Um, animated sitcoms sort of thing it's it's just like usually have like they're all they're all sort of horrible to a point but like marge is just just a sincere awesome until person. she takes millhouse's teeth <laughs> did you have my teeth <laughs> no um i don't i don't i still don't get that bit like it's hilarious but like well, you said she's being so sincere and like sweet through it all and then suddenly she's got teeth and i'm waiting we, for her to say i think they're neat we, we have um, a running joke because Mao has still got all of our son's teeth that have come out, and she keeps them in a in a jar in a, oh. in a thing. I'm like, and then when like whenever they lose one, we add it to her. But then I hear that like rattle of like all these teeth in the box. I'm like, that's fucking disconcerting. Like you need to get rid of them. And she's like, what? I'm like, what are you trying to clone them? <laughs> she's gonna make a necklace at some point. Oh yeah. Terrifying. All right, let's move on to Homer Badman. She was a university honors student who devoted her life to kids until the night a grossly overweight pervert named Homer Simpson gave her a crash course in depravity, babysitter, and the beast. Ah, crap. Somebody had to take the babysitter home. Then I noticed she was sitting on her sweet can. I grab her sweet can. Oh, just thinking about her can. I just wish I had her sweet, 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 sweet can. So, Mr. Simpson, you admit you grabbed her can. This is a great episode. I look. It's obviously taking aim because, like, at the, in the nineties, was obviously we've talked about it a lot in the actual um, other episodes. Sexual harassment was something that was uh, talked about but not acted upon in um, the 90s. Like, I will say that, like, um, a lot of people became a bit more uh, aware of it and a lot of people became a bit more, like, less tolerant of it. Um, We wouldn't see any action against it until, obviously, like, you know, 2000s and late 2000s sort of thing. Um, You know, in a big big way. But um, this one's really sort of... Because, like, and then uh, anyone who was sort of caught 
uh, any high profile person that was caught with with that sort of um allegation against them would get like the media and everyone all over them and that's I suppose a parody that they're doing here. Uh what yeah, do you think? I still I still don't get sometimes just like the previous like a few times this season now. Are they making fun? Are they leaning into it? Are they like mocking this world that it's in? Are they a bit fed up with it all? Like, yeah. I don't think they're they're firm enough on what stance. It, I mean, they don't have to. They're, they're a cartoon. But at the end of the day, kids are watching this. And I don't think they're firm enough on what is the right thing to do and what is the wrong thing to do. There is no lesson at the end of this apart from the fact that like Homer gets forgiven. Um. I mean, look. Which he should, that's... like, he didn't do anything wrong. But the thing is, like, you know, you also shouldn't, like, if something's, if, if, a, if, if a lolly is stuck to um, a younger woman's butt, you just may just leave it, let it go. Like, Maybe <laughs> like ask it, there was, for it. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> um, no, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, you shouldn't want it, but yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't just go and grab it. You'll be like, hey, my food's on your bum, can I have it back? Yeah, and which then are, which is I'm not going to eat that now because that would be weird. Which is a weirder conversation to have, I suppose. But yeah, um, <laughs> uh, I love there's like there's a candy convention in town, um, and Homer, <laughs> Marsh says like, why don't you take the kids? It's like they've got skinny little arms, not big groping ones like you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they 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 has this jacket that he makes Marge wears because he's going to steal like basically all the free samples of candy. Oh my god, not stealing if it's free samples. Um, there's a um, Marsh tries to eat a piece of celery. He's like, "You want to put some sugar on that? or get out of it." Um, and I just like um, the uh, the whole uh, shaking up the the can and the explosion is what was always great. Um, I don't know. It's 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 just got like a lot. Like that explosion looks amazing. I've always thought that that's like one of the best explosions in an anime series I've ever seen. <laughs> and Homer goes flying. Yeah. Um, I don't like how much candy Marge loses, but then she still has so much. Yeah. Mm. Um, I do like the kids. <laughs> like, we can give it some needing children. No. Yeah. <laughs> start eating it. <laughs> um, I remember, like, that used to remind me of um, when we went to the, our royal show we had here. And, like, you get these bags that's just got, like, just, like, tons of crap in it. And mm-hmm. it was just, like, it was just milk, milk, um, Milk sticks and red skins, lots of stuff, which would not happen right now. Um, and you'd, you would you would literally have candy for weeks. It's ridiculous. I mean, maybe and, days for some. And you'd weeks. and you'd eat it, just like at the video store. I'm going to eat tomorrow because I can. I don't want to, but <laughs> it's there, so I'm just going to eat it. My teeth haven't been stuck together in an annoying way for quite a few days now. I'm going to eat tomorrow or a. Oh, remember coffee. chumps? Oh man, white night. Uh, no, gross. Ugh, to ruin it. Um, look, let's let's. Let, there's a bunch of stuff we need to get to. Um, uh, gentle Ben. Gentle Ben. You know uh, how many times people would tell me no, Ben, no. <laughs> <laughs> it never gets old. I would like, okay ben, I have a question. <laughs> um, I love um the uh the sweet can um. So they they basically cut up Homer's um, interview to, and I love the clock in the background changing. <laughs> it's amazing. It's even better because in the actual interview, it doesn't change at all. No, the interview itself was like twenty seconds long. 
But when they added it, all of a sudden the clock's all over the place. Um, and one of the weirdest things is when like um they so they 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 finish that story is like then our next story is about a um we visit a sex farm for sex hookers. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, I'm sorry, we just sell corn here. <laughs> oh yeah, and where are the hookers? Ram back. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Um, this was one of the episodes I was, must say though that I was a bit I, I think the first time I someone was watching these I might have even skipped this one because I didn't really like him knowing the term hooker because mm. it's not great um, no. and uh, yeah like this is it, it starts to uh, like look I'm no I'm no drinking violent like I know like kids are going to be exposed to that stuff but like sometimes I do get annoyed with The Simpsons like they do put that sex stuff in there and I feel like they don't do it in a way that's like very well explained and is oh you mean like the, the oxygen tank that gives them sexual powers yeah yeah all that sort of stuff and it's just like <laughs> it then blurs that line it's like well you know, I know this is a family show I know like you, you you're sort of um, you, you, your main maybe the main audience is more like sort of 10 and up sort of thing but like yeah, sometimes I get a bit I get a bit prudish about um, Simpsons sometimes because I'm like it, it's usually like a bit of a left turn in the episode. It's like oh, they didn't need to put that in. They could have had a better joke or 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 a more on topic mm. joke, but they sort of put that, and it kind of does irk me a bit as a parent. But you know, I guess that's them trying to cater to everyone. It's like kids' movies always have that weird sort of like undertone of you know adults yeah. are going to enjoy this and kids aren't going to notice it. Yeah, but like, there's 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 a difference between like you know acknowledging like a an an adult film and doing like a bit of a, a homage to it or like you know a bit of a double entendre, but like just coming out like saying that you know Homer sleeps in the sex <laughs> sexual yeah. pleasure. It's just I don't know. It's just I don't know whether it's like yeah. It's, it, I don't know. And I know it sounds it makes me sound a bit sort of like you know sensory, but I'm I'm just yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so moving on, uh, we've got Grandpa versus Sexual Inadequacy. <laughs> How ironical. <laughs> to, to my point. Um, and I found the new Al Gore book. Same planning, sensible tomorrow. Yeah, I hope it's as exciting as his other book, Rational Thinking, Reasonable Future. I'm getting this book on UFOs. Did you know they're real? But there's a huge government conspiracy to cover it up. Oh, that's just a paranoid fantasy. Mr. Vice President, someone finally bought a copy of your book, sir. Well, this calls for a celebration. I will. This is another one that it's got good little moments. There's not a lot of great moments. Bart falling off the roof is hilarious. The X Files <laughs> oh, kind of music. And there's that. There's there's a um. You also hear the bat roll down. is amazing. Yeah. That's great. And when Homer comes back and Grandpa's like, I brought two lambs and last hour you mail. Oh, yeah. Um, I love the Al He's Gore. He's um, Yeah. <laughs> Someone funny bought a copy of your books there. Well, this calls for a celebration. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I like... Uh, there's a lot of good grandpa in this, obviously. Um, grandpa has like a sex tonic that he's um, given to Homer and, and Marge. Um, Bart's getting into UFOs and and um, basically thinks it's a big a big conspiracy. Um, reverse vampires, reverse vampires, source people, all that stuff. It's that stuff's really cool. 
Lisa um, rolling her eyes, but never actually saying what she thinks it is. <laughs> um, like if she's so wise and smart and grown up, then what's going on, Lisa? <laughs> she doesn't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, like some some of some of it's really really good. Um, and I I do, and I, I like sort of exploring that father son relationship of um. Mm. Of Homer and, and and his dad because there's there's a bit in like I mean he basically says that he's a mistake like that's like one of the worst things you can say to anyone ever and Is it... well, I think so maybe not I that think age that, I think that got made to be a thing um or already was and it probably continued to be but yeah definitely at that age you shouldn't be upset by that yeah 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 I don't know like I, I think um yeah at that age maybe it would be a bit bit, bit easy but yeah. Um, so, uh, we've also got, um, <laughs> I always love when they go to that town and, um, they're basically trying to sell the tonic to, to, from town to town and, um, grandpa says to Homer's like, now you've never met me. And he's like, no, that is correct. And then someone says, then why is his face in the bottle? <laughs> <laughs> and then grandpa blames him when they're fleeing. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the fight starts. Like he's, his face on the bottle. It's not his fault. There's also a very Naked Gun-esque moment where they show Stock Footage Festival. Um, <laughs> like the, when Homer and Marge are having sex and they, they show, like, see like the rocket taking off and then like there's a hot dog machine. Yeah. It's pretty funny. The hot dog machine bit is pretty good. Oh my God, yeah. Gross, um, but it's good. I do like Bill House also doing quoting JFK when he's like, we're through the looking glass here, people. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. any Basically, you, you do a Kevin Costner film... <laughs> uh, in The Simpsons, you've, you've got me sold. Uh, so, last one, we are going to uh, Fear of Flying. Well, everybody's got a fear of something. Not everybody. Sock puppets! Woo! Woo! Ah! Um, now, at the, at the start of this episode, I, I misspoke. Um, I said the last two episodes aren't that good. I really like Fear of Flying. I always have. Um, I was a bit worried when you said that, because this, yeah. this, this is a good episode, and it has endless great moments. Yeah. Um, so yeah, str- strike that from the record. Um, Good. Marge basically goes into therapy. Um, she's got a fear of flying. Um, we, we find out because her dad was a steward, <laughs> a stewardess. Not because she has gas. <laughs> Is it gas? It's gas. Um, me and um, my wife say a lot. Um, uh, when our when our sons are looking like they got something wrong, it's like you're right. You can't get gas, gas, <laughs> gas. Um, I love. Uh, uh, Homer gets her a copy of Alive, the the, <laughs> the film about the soccer scene crashing into the Andes that we covered like a couple of seasons ago, as well um, as Hero and Fearless. Yes, other films that we uh, had recently covered. Uh, there's also kind a bit of. that got it, the, a bit that got cut out um, of the Australian viewing is because when she's watching Alive, um, there's a bit where they're like, "No thanks to the plane, many of us are still." Alive, and then it cuts to it like you can just hear it, and they're like, "Yep, we sure are." <laughs> and they, they they cut that out of the Australian one. Um, yeah, look, I, look, this has got this has Did got the, like, the Cheers cast. Please, you. Yes, the guy yeah. in the guy incognito. Um, ah, uh, uh, so good. Um, Homer, who is Homer? <laughs> uh. And yeah, Anne Bancroft um, plays the uh, the, the um, therapist in this. 
Um, there's a bit of a Prince of Tides moment when he's like, when I when I hear your name, I'll think Lowenstein, Lowenstein. <laughs> yeah, I'll, that's great. Um, yeah, the, the, I, you fly boys cracked me up. Oh, yeah, I keep saying you fly boys cracked me up. Uh, look, it's it's just, it's good. The way that it's um really impressive, they got the whole Cheers cast as well. That's oh yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, they go like we. I think this is a no. This is the second time we see Homer go to a lesbian bar. Um, because he goes to one in. I think he goes to one in the one where Marge goes on the lamb. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Here's to the, the she she lounge today. Um, <laughs> is it this lesbian bar has, has no fire exits? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, obviously, there's also, like also sock puppets. One of oh, my sock puppets. Yes. Favorite Marge moments. Yeah. Actually, me and my wife quote this episode a lot. Um, yeah, it's a good one. We uh, we have a um, another Hitchcock moment with North by Northwest um, when uh, they're in the field. <laughs> so like we figure out that um, Marge has got a fear of flying because it's like her dad was like she went went on. It's kind of a, that's kind of like the the weak moment of the episode is like her being so upset that her, her father is doing a quote unquote like woman's job. Well, he also lied to her and said that he was a pilot. Yeah, um, and then she's like, um, I'm starting to remember some more stuff from my past. So like, there's a bit where she's in a <laughs> in a cornfield with her mum, and then like this this like. World War Two plane just starts firing upon her, and that's like you know a bit of a takeoff of North by Northwest by Hitchcock. Why do I find Tiny Marge so hilarious as well? Oh yeah, she's like, running away screaming. It's just the funniest thing. She's just, it's, and I think what they, I think they might just, might just modulate her voice a bit because she's she's still got the same sort of like she just goes. <laughs> yeah, this is a bit where um, isn't that um. This is the episode two where the the her sisters talk about the first day of school when like. There's one toilet and they make you go at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I believe my sister and my brothers did similar things to me before I went to school, like saying all the shit that like, I was going to have to do and then I've, I got all fucking upset and then like, you worked out that it's like nothing to do with that. I'm like, oh, thanks. You guys are great. That's what siblings do. <laughs> I also have a note. Um, it would have been at the start of the episode and I can't picture it now. I've just written Smithers, Owl, Oh. Smithers out because uh. I think Smithers is it somewhere at the start of this episode and he hurts himself and then he goes oh huh. and I can't place why where what happened but I know it amused me at the time but now <laughs> it's, it's very annoying um yeah I can't remember and that's actually I only watched that one this morning too I will say that like um so this one, I, I, I'll, I'll take it fully on, my, on the chin that I started watching these like a little bit too, um, uh, too late, and I had to sort of like really cram in the last couple of days, and they did start to bleed together a little bit. Um, but yeah, uh, I almost fell asleep in Fear of Flying, and it's, uh, it's always been one of my favorites, which is saying a lot because it's a Marge episode, and Marge I only usually like in small doses. Uh, I forgot about the the pranks at the start as well that they do on Mo. Oh yeah, the old sugar me do. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I don't know um, why they get so mad at Homer about it. Ah, oh, the Smithers thing. Um, because Mo takes out Homer's favorite record. It's raining men, oh. and he throws it, and it <laughs> hits Ow. Smithers in Ooh. the face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why I wrote it down because oh, it was hilarious. Man. 
thought you said owl, as in the bird. <laughs> I was like, oh. I do with the owl. Um, so let's do our top fives for the um, for this season because uh, I'm very interested to see where I think from from my like I always think like from my reactions you could probably tell where where like I'm gonna lie but like we'll um we'll see um, now I think you went off first last time so maybe I'll um I'll go first this time does that sound go for it uh, so my first one is Bar of Darkness so that's number my oh. number five um, as I said love the Hitchcock thing. Um, just love how um, isolated and weird as Marge Coulson gets. Like he, and it, I love also that um, in in cartoons and in TV, like it only takes like the matter of like what it seems to be like hours for them to like go from like a fully functioning young boy to like the bags under his eyes. And like, this one, the first time I reckon I've ever noticed this, they gradually get darker. Those little bags under his eyes, and it starts off mm. early in the episode. And I was I didn't realize that. I'm like, oh, like you can still see him sort of like slipping into this like insanity. <laughs> So I found that very, very cool. Fair choice. Uh, I watched that one so long ago now that uh, when I did my top five that it was hard to bring it in. Okay. Um, and this My number five is Bart's Girlfriend. Okay. Which I know seems an odd choice, but there's so many good little moments and there's so many good Bart moments. Yeah. Um, that uh, I was not upset at having it in my five. It was it was between that and Lisa's rival, um, yeah. but there was too many. Like, there's all these episodes have like great, quotable, fun moments. And this is not a dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. It was. It's these are these are tough to choose. Like I said at the start, and I stand by these are not my my favorites. Okay, yeah. at the moment, but like well, they're they're great, but. <laughs> This is tough for me. What's your four? My number four is um, so like look. I I said it was the best one ever, but like um, it's still like you know in terms of other thing, other other episodes, it's it's not like top of the list. So I'm gonna put the um, Treehouse of Horror five as in my number four. Same. Oh look, look at us. Uh, for the toaster alone, the toaster bit is the greatest. My mine's shitting. Just like um, no TV, no human, no, no beer, make home go something something. Um, just all that stuff is, is just amazing. It, um, it felt a lot shorter than I remember. A lot of these episodes did. One. A lot of these episodes, like, I, I I don't know whether it was just like... I Maybe I was used to watching longer form TV shows now, but it's like, mm. yeah, like wrapping it up in like 22 minutes is like, hats off to you. That's amazing. Also, is that the first time that Smithers and Burns better Coke? <laughs> you cook. No, nah, um... Uh, when they're doing the Frankenstein thing in one of the uh, first ones, yeah, okay, um, <laughs> bad corpse, <laughs> stop scaring, stop scaring Smithers. <laughs> I was like, is this? Do I quote this line so often, or have they done this before? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's your? Okay, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm something. You're number three. My number three. So this is where it gets a little bit, a little bit harder. Um. Mm. Have you not written them down, or are you? Just no, I've, I've written them down, but like I'm, I'm, still, I'm just questioning myself because like ah. the the order of these is just yeah. Um, just do it. Slice the scratchy up and say it. Well, let's let's to that point. Itchy and scratchy land is my number three. Same. Oh my lord! <laughs> this is exciting. 
yeah, look, uh, love it. Um, we didn't talk about the bird sanctuary with Hans Molman. Um, give me the uh, biggest bird feeder you got. No, that's too big. Um, <laughs> I just love it. Uh, or so- itchy lot. <laughs> We're in the itchy lot. Um, so potentially could have been higher. It's it's a good. It's one of those episodes that doesn't really need like a storyline. Yeah. It's just a lot of like fun. It's like a skit. It's just a lot of fun, good little moments. I like the guy following him around too, just giving him like excuses about why things aren't going great. Um, yeah. <laughs> and saying like no flash photography as well. Get a, get a, get another uh, Cletus sighting in this one too. Um, also the fact that um, Homer's walking around with $1,100 that he turns into a scratchy. A fun money. A fun money, yeah. Um, now I've done a last minute swap here. Ooh. Because... Um, I feel like Fear of Flying needs to get needs to get some airtime. Um, okay. So I'm taking Sideshow Bob Roberts out of the out of the out of the race. Cause I, I was always I was always very, very um sure of my number one and that's staying the same. But I'm I'm swapping out Bob Roberts for uh for Fear of Flying. Hey guess what? Oh my god. <laughs> same <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um yeah, I'd think- also I don't think I've ever acknowledged when Home Alone does the Kevin McAllister on the plane. Well, I guess he's technically oh, with Grandpa. The mum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, also, like the end of the episode too, where like he's, she's finally gotten to the plane, is like that's just the that's just the entrance <laughs> um, sputtering. That's just the carp swimming around your ankles. Um, yeah, great, awesome. It's another one of those great uh, intros that doesn't go where you think it's gonna go yeah like homer gets banned from moe's ends up as a pilot it's like oh where are we going and then it just turns into a marge episode and it's it's a great marge episode yeah yeah we don't see a lot of marge episodes like in these in these early ones um so my number one do you want to and my number one? one do you want to guess what my number one is i know what it is it's the same as mine what is it it's episode eight of season six lisa on ice lisa on ice wow that's Which insane. I I was briefly conflicted because I don't want to encourage any more poo episodes <laughs> because we don't agree with what was happening with a poo and no, him existing no. as a character. But removing a poo from because it's not like he's not a highlight of this episode. He's not the reason it's a great episode. Yeah. Um. And then there's also the slight issue of that kid has bosoms, <laughs> which Laura and I looked at each other like. I don't want to laugh, but this bit's still really funny. <laughs> he calls him Butterball. Yeah. Uh, I know it's wrong, but... Oh, look, I mean, it's, it's funny. Um, what's the... <laughs> what's the... Um, what's the episode where they had the um, the Asian people at the start because they were expecting a big fireworks display from Bart? And I was going to double-check whether they actually used oh. um, Japanese voices. You know, when, like, Marge... Um, she oh, water over his yeah, fireworks, yeah. and then like they said, like um, it's like and they say, um, what a week <laughs> they've, they've promised us um a big fireworks display. He's like bad student, uh, bad principal. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one of these. Yeah, I think it might have been uh, it might have been such a Bob Roberts. I'm not sure. Um, again, that's one of those intros that just had no relevance at yeah. all. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, you know. Another another new moment in Lisa and Ice I had never noticed before. Yeah. In the big finale game, behind Homer and Marge 
is Lou, Ed, and Willie. Yeah, yeah, and um, apparently Lou and Ed don't have their hats on. And it's well, I I looked at IMDb trivia, and apparently it's the first time you see Lou and Ed without their. I think they need like the uniforms. Yeah. Um. On yeah. Uh, Eddie's got real weird hair. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like it's not not Ralph Wiggum esque at all, for the record. Well, yeah, because like there's that there's that running joke that I think that like Lou is not um Eddie is um. Is uh, Ralph's father? Mm. <laughs> Apparently not. Um, yeah, but yeah, I've... it's great. Sports, uh, Pee Wee Sports, Homer yeah. being a dickhead, Butthead Memorial Auditorium. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Also, when they try and bully Bart about his pajamas, like, did your mum buy you those? Like, yeah. Like, who else would have? <laughs> Such a you good win, comeback. You win this one, Sims. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is uh, that is us done. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, look, these ones are, I think were a little bit easier to watch than the the, the the earlier ones, but I don't know. Like, like they they do sort of ebb and flow. Um, there was, as I said, I was surprised about like being bored with a couple of these episodes that I used to love so much. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's obviously... I did not expect to want to fall asleep, um, and that I shouldn't really put that on the episodes because I. I'm a sleepy person when I'm in bed, <laughs> but I yeah. thought it would keep my attention a lot more. I think because we're so used to like we used to um, have this on the background with um, when I was working. So like you would like occasionally stop to watch like good bits, but then like the in between bits, like you'd still be working. So like you, you know, it, it seems a lot shorter and easy to manage because like you're you're actively doing something. But when you actually sit down and yeah. watch something, it's like, like there, I'll is, see that. there is filler moments. I even said that about like I used to have Star Wars on in the background all the time when I worked, but like when I sat down and watched like New Hope recently, like for the first time in a while, it's like it was a bit of a slog to get through sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, check us out, Living in the Past uh, podcast on um, Instagram, Living in the, Living in the Past pod at gmail.com if you want to um, send us anything you want us to talk about or any reviews. Um, you can review our podcast on uh uh, Spotify or Apple or Podchaser um, gives us a five star review if you like and um, yeah let us know what your favourite Simpsons episodes were uh, we have got a couple of we've got two episodes to go on this season we've got December 1994 and then we've also got our Ooh. year in review which is um, you know I always look forward to our years in reviews um, it's gonna, I'm going to start doing some lists and these yeah, ones my list will. is very long <laughs> I'm, I'm, this one's, and I know it's going to get harder every single year to do this. Um, but yeah, uh, we're, we're, this is when we do a, uh, we do the top five songs. Um, so, and we also break it up into new songs and old songs that we knew about. And also we do our top five movies and albums. So a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. 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 Gonna be cuffs. Gonna be cuffs. (laughs) All right. That's a good time to end. All right. I'll see you later. Shall we go to a psychic fair? Uh, you can. Let's go. I think I think you knew already that I wasn't going to go. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you there, everybody. Bye bye. Thank you once again for listening to Living in the Past. Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.com. 
Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at mildscribbling. Send us an email at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following PD Lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or tell your neighbour, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back and relax. Thanks.